Hey, 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 everybody. Today for your podcast number 58. Today's podcast is titled, Wake Up, You Sleepyhead. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and this is Sandy Lombardi right next to me, my lovely, beautiful wife, who has joined us this week and brought some great content along with her, some great ideas. So thank you very much for that. Um, anyway, this is the Limitless Life Network podcast where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life you were called to lead. And we always want to start the podcast off with gratitude by thanking each and every one of you that, you know, take some time out of your week to send us a message, uh, stop us personally, and thank us for the podcast and just letting us know what you liked about it. Um, and sometimes once in a while we get a little critical feedback, which we like that too. Um, so thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts and uh, thank you for sharing it with your friends and uh, family members and coworkers and associates, the, the like, follow, share, all that stuff too. We appreciate that. Um, we just, we're trying to bring great content out there to help make your life better. So uh, on with the show. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay, we can hear you. Good. All right, so here we go. Today's topic or today's title, Wake Up, You Sleepyhead. And this is, uh, you kind of brought this to the table. Yeah, I was um, preparing for a class I'm teaching at our homeschool co-op. It's a missionary literature class, and we're reading a book called God Smuggler, and it's about Brother Andrew and... Um, Currently where I'm reading, he is in Warsaw, Poland, after World War II, 1955, and he's there on a youth um, like conference. They were bringing in youth from all over Europe to basically recruit them for the communist regime, mm-hmm. and he thought it'd be a great opportunity um, because he wanted to be a missionary to see what was going on in Poland at the time, and he watches witnesses um, just hundreds of thousands of young adults um, marching through the streets in Warsaw and um, is just taken back by the strength and the solidarity mm-hmm. um, and what they represented. And he said they, they didn't look at all coerced, like they truly believed in what they were doing. Um, and he sat was sitting on a bench watching and he had his Bible in his lap and the wind was blowing and he put his hand down to stop it. And it was in Revelation, Revelation 3. And he looked and it said, wake up. And he read further and it was, wake up, sleeper. And like basically save what remnant is still there. And he took that to mean that this was his calling to help the churches in these um, communist countries to build back up. They were, he had visited some while he was there and just defeated and feeling like they were, um, alone. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course the communist regime allowed many of them to stay open, but monitored closely what they were allowed to talk about. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it sounds really, really apropos, it's, like uh, almost like we lived through something very similar to that mm-hmm. recently. So, um, Perhaps. point number one, <laughs> point number one is, is wake up. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Point number was wake up. And, um, uh, you know, we were just talking in the pre show, the pre show, the pre show, the pre show should be recorded too, because it's probably as good, if not better than the show show, other than that we, uh, <laughs> we, might argue a <laughs> we, we have some confrontations <laughs> going on, but we get that all put to bed before we actually go live. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, and we, you know, this is the thing you can be sharp in lots of areas. You said that, right? Mm-hmm. You can be sharp in lots of areas, but yet you can still be asleep or even dead in other areas. Um, yeah. Yeah, because initially we read that verse and we were like, well, you know, he's talking to those who maybe just fallen away from their faith. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but actually it could be us, you know, sure. like those who think we have it together and we're, you know, going through the, the steps that we believe are we're called to biblically, but are there still areas that we're asleep at the wheel? You know, like we're just not giving intention mm-hmm. to specific, you know, different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that, it, it, it makes me think of, you know, <laughs> teenagers are very notorious for thinking they have things figured out. Right. And, and adults get to the point where they think they've arrived in life. We, that's, you know, we, that's where you're, you can, we, any one of us can feel like, oh, I've got everything finally where I want it. And that is such a trap. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's really a, a situation where when you think that, if you, if you ever catch yourself thinking, I finally got things right where I want them. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't have it figured out. You think you have it figured out. But there is a blind spot that you do not see. Right. And, um, and tomorrow will look a lot different than today does. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, that's point number one. So wake up. Wake up. All right. Point number two um, is don't sleep on your reputation. Um, and, and this is something that I thought about when I thought about this very thing. Is like that's something that you know, people talk about. Oh, you've earned your reputation. That's past tense, but the reality is your reputation is earned every day, mm-hmm. and you can you can either add to your legacy or you can detract from it, um, and that is being super intentional about and mindful about being aware of what what's coming out of your mouth and what are you doing today, what are your actions saying about mm-hmm. about who you are and yeah. what you represent, what you stand for. I've been spending a lot of time with a group of teenagers and um, it's so easy to just to watch them and, and see this play out, you know, and I should be watching myself as well. And I am, but you know, just, you can ruin your reputation with some very, you know, short-term thinking and just. Mm. Yeah. Short-term thinking, <laughs> right. It, just trying to get what you want in the short term mm-hmm. and you can destroy a whole lot of hard work on, on the, you know, that you've done in the past mm-hmm. to really, to build a reputation. So, yeah. Well, and I think that com- makes me think too, we can't ride on someone else's reputation. So I think maybe for some of these teens, I know their parents well and think highly of them. And therefore I extrapolate that onto the teen and I have expectations of what they're going to act like and and that it doesn't always play out. And um, there comes a point for all of us that we can't ride on anyone else's reputation and we're building our own reputation and mm. we should be, 
you know, extremely um, aware and uh, in tune with how important that is. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, that brings us to point number three. Point number three is complacency is a subtle enemy. So it, it kind of goes off of point number two, which is, you know, don't sleep on your reputation. That is becoming complacent for sure. But this is this is not just about your reputation, but this is complacency in general. Um, and, and a good point that you brought up was health. Right. Um, very often people think that, well, you know, their health analysis is getting out of bed and not having any pain today and being able to go through the day without anything that's pulling them into the ER, right? Like that's their, <laughs> that was a good day. I didn't wind up in the ER. Um, but your health is not static. You know, your body is a biological system that is either growing or it's dying. It's mm -hmm. and, and, and that's a cell, your cell. Bruce Lipton said that your cell, he's a cellular biologist, PhD. He said, a cell cannot be in growth and defense at the same time. So we, our own bodies cannot be in growth and defense at the same time. So we're either building our health and making it better and better, mm -hmm. or our health is declining because of our choices, inactions, whatever it might be. But don't become complacent about it. Don't settle. Don't don't think about, you know, I've got it. It's good enough for now, right? That's that, that's that settling mindset. So we want to warn you of that because that will create further, that will create limitations down the road for sure. Anything you want to add to that one? Point number three? No, I mean I, I can attest. I think I would I've been a very active individual all of my life and there've been years in the last couple of years where I, I've been complacent and it it slips away so fast and it's mm. shocking like how weak you will become if you aren't actively engaging, you know, your muscles and Yeah, yeah, it's a real deal. Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, something we're all we all have to contend with. Yep, yeah. for sure. Okay, uh, point number four, um, and this is a this is a really good one, and I think you can speak a lot to this one. Uh, our preparation alone is not enough to make us fully capable. Yeah, I was talking with some friends about this, and um, you know, any amount of of preparation, whether it be training, schooling, um, conferences we attend, and time we spend working on things in our own strength is never going to be fully utilized unless we allow God into that equation. Mm. And then it becomes very useful and capable in his hands. You know, then our preparation is well used, mm. but without that component, um, it's just such a, a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we wrote in the notes here, only God's presence gives us the strength the courage, the purity of heart to fulfill our calling. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I think that I, I know that I, I know for a fact that when I have ignored that, when I have slept on that, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's futile. It really it is. It's a, it's almost like a it's like a bad effort, <laughs> you know. All that preparation. It's like oh, I did all this work and it just didn't really blossom into much, mm -hmm. um, because I left a, a, an important ingredient out of the equation, the most important ingredient. Right, and becomes very frustrating, you mm -hmm. know, because you feel like you've done everything that you can and you have, but you've missed mm -hmm. the submission part. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, 
And then it brings us to point number five, which, you know, I know it's getting it's getting late, everybody. We're probably at the 15-minute mark, maybe. Uh, point number five is guard your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. This came from our sermon this Sunday at church. Mm-hmm. It was really great. And um, he, the pastor gave the analogy of how many of you here like to garden and, you know, probably half the congregation raised their <laughs> hand amongst us. Yeah. And then he threw out, and it's so true. We love to plant our garden. <laughs> We're really good at getting the getting everything prepared to plant, and it looks great. And then the weeds start growing, and we hate to weed. Yeah, we're not big. We're not really fond of weeding. This it, summer was atrocious because I went to Atlanta for three weeks, and I came back, and it was literally just a jungle of weeds. Yeah. I kind of wanted to cry when I walked into it, and it was like trying to decipher: is that a zucchini plant? Or you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding down the fort, <laughs> not weeding. But that was the picture that Pastor was painting you know, painting for us. Yeah. Do you want to show his, his lesson that he had there? Well, yeah. I mean, it, and th- that's it. The weeds are in constant competition mm-hmm. for the sunlight, for the water, for the nutrients in the soil. And and your plants are battling there too. And and that's our, our life today. We have a constant competition for our mind. Mm-hmm. We have a constant competition for our heart. And we don't even realize that it's happening most of the time. Because we're so, we're in such competition for our attention. Our attention's being drawn in so many different directions and things look so good. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to pull the weeds. Right. You know? And I think like we can have intention of, of a seed that we plant. Mm-hmm. We have a good intention, right? I don't know what to be a specific example, but something that you intentionally want to plant in your life, in your family's life, and, and you, you're very specific. But then time goes by, and those weeds, the world, the other voices, the other agendas that other sources have tend to to drown out and to choke out that plant and that seed that you had with great Mm -hmm. intention. And we have to just constantly be on guard for that. And I think a big point, too, is that we might often think, well, what, what is God teaching me in this challenging time? And Pastor reminded us it's not always God teaching you a lesson, we have to remember that there's evil out there in this world mm-hmm. and that you're being attacked. Yeah, And we have to be on our guard. And, and as a parent, it, it hit me so hard sitting there. Like there's so many areas that I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't have my guard up in that area for this particular child. And there's this, and we have to just constantly be vigilant in, in mm. all the areas in, in our lives and, and watching out for our children. I know this week locally we had a, an instance where there was a child abducted, and I think it had all the parents, you know, thinking. It actually it, hit national news. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it was a great effort, and, and, and the best thing is is she's home. Right. And she's safe. and yeah. uh, But just there's evil that's out there, mm-hmm. you know, and don't be lulled to sleep on that one either. Right. Um, wake up. <laughs> yeah, wake up to that. And mm-hmm. and no judgment on the parents oh, because that could have been any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really just, you know, uh, all the gratitude in the world for all the people that made her safe arrival home um, a possibility. The law enforcement. And all yeah, for sure. Um, but, it, you know, what you made reminded me as you were talking about planting that one intentional seed – one of the, the big mistakes that I should have listened to my wife this year was we need to make our garden smaller. Mm-hmm. 
Um, everything looks so good, right? When you look through the catalogs of all the seeds and everything and what they turn into, <laughs> those end products, they all look so good and you want to have everything. But what can you really take care of? What can you really be intentional about? And, you know, just if we could have pared our garden down to a half the size, a third the size, a quarter the size, we probably would have been blessed with a better harvest than with a massive amount of things that we did plant. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a lot to unpack here in this podcast. You may want to listen to it a couple of times. Um, I think I'm going to go back and listen to it a few times myself. But uh, is there anything else you want to add tonight? Well, there's so many things off what you just said <laughs> where we could pare down, right? Yeah. What, what are what? Think about that in your own family, in your own life. What are there's probably too many things you're trying to mm-hmm. live with intention. Mm-hmm. And so pare that down. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's a great podcast. So that's all um, for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. And be sure to tune in each and every week, right, to stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your goals by stripping away all the limitations that you are presented with. And we will see you all next week again. <laughs> <laughs>